Well, hey there, sunshine. Do I have some fantastic news for you? Did you know that I have a video series training all about phonological awareness and pro strategies to make your teaching the very best that it can be? The best news of all is that it's absolutely free and comes with some free resources that give you everything you need to get started right away with highly effective and engaging phonological awareness instruction. If that perked up your ears, sweet teacher, go over to teachertony.com forward slash video series to sign up for this email delivered video training, which goes right along so perfectly with our topic today, which is the secret sauce for teaching phonological awareness. Today's episode of the Primary Teacher Friends podcast is a snippet from that training, and I hope it will get you excited enough to hop over there and learn even more. The secret sauce I am talking about today will up your phonological awareness game and therefore help your students reap the benefits of highly effective teaching in this area. You have to stick around for this one, friend. Are you ready for some secret sauce? Let's do it. You are tuned in to the Primary Teacher Podcast. Now, if your job description doesn't consist of teaching little people to read, develop, succeed, and grow, you're probably in the wrong place. But if you do teach kindergarten, first or second grade, well, you're what we call a difference maker. And you're among friends here. And now, your host, primary teacher, content creator, and little people fanatic, Tony Mullins. Welcome, welcome, sweet friend. We are quickly approaching the end of the year. Can you believe that we have survived a whole school year of pandemic teaching? Woo, what a ride it has been. As things begin to settle down and we get close to an end of this school year, I always like to think ahead and to plan ahead for the next year and to be open to new learning opportunities. Even though at the time of this release, it is the beginning of April, I do believe that the strategies and tips I share today can be very actionable for you. You can implement them now or look forward to the next year to improve your teaching even more. Phonological awareness is a big, big deal in the primary teacher space, and it is totally becoming a buzzword everywhere that I look, and that makes me so happy. So jump on the bandwagon and make sure you understand how important phonological and phonemic awareness is and take advantage of the opportunities to learn about it. If you are teaching little people to read, it cannot be ignored. And it just happens to be something that I totally geek out about. So if you're here and you want to learn about it, you are in the right place. 
But before we talk about the secret sauce of teaching phonological awareness, I have to give a shout out to my sweet, sweet teacher friend, Caitlin Hall. Caitlin is an amazing first grade teacher that I've connected with through my work on the podcast and on social media. And she left a review that absolutely made me cry. This is what it says. There are a lot of teacher podcasts out there, but Tony's is special and feels so much more personal than any others. With each episode, she offers encouragement and reminds us all of our why to love our students and to offer them a joy-filled learning experience to instill in them a love of learning. She is so knowledgeable and truly has a passion for helping teachers stay in the profession. She is always positive positive and offers solutions to our biggest struggles. It's like she is a personal guidance counselor for us teachers. I look forward to this podcast every week. Oh my goodness, what a blessing and uplifting moment to see that and to reread it now. Caitlin, shout out to you. What a wonderful gift you've given me. And for anyone else listening, if you have time to leave a review, it would mean so much to me and it helps my message reach other teachers. The more reviews there are, the more my podcast will show up to others. So thank you so much, Caitlin. I cannot say it enough. I read it to my whole family, by the way. Now that my heart is pumping and warm, let's talk about the secret sauce of teaching phonological awareness. I am absolutely an avocado fanatic. Oh, I love avocado. It is like heaven in my mouth. Can you believe that I actually have to limit the amount of avocado that I eat on a normal day? Because I can totally go overboard with that stuff. And overconsumption of any kind of food can be really bad. So why in the world am I talking about avocado today? Well, because it relates directly to the topic of the secret sauce of phonological awareness. That sounds a little crazy, right? Well, let me go into some more detail and paint this picture for you. When I first tried avocado, it was disgusting. I absolutely hated it. Could not believe there were humans on the earth that actually consumed that nastiness. And I swore I would never eat it again. What a huge waste of 98 cents that horrible thing was. So just like I said, I went on with my life. Never thought again about avocado until I read about some of the health benefits of consuming it. And during one of the visits about my health and diet, my doctor asked me this question. Did you add salt to the avocado? Uh, no. Why would I do that? Well, apparently avocado is much, much tastier with a little salt on it. Now, here in the country, we hillbilly folks like to add salt to everything from tomatoes all the way over to watermelon. But here in the mountains, I've always thought of avocado as some sort of exotic food. So it never occurred to me to put a little salt on it. So I gave it another shot 
and that is where my love for avocado was ignited. So to bring this all together, maybe your relationship with phonological awareness or your student's relationship with it has been sort of like my initial experience with avocado. It's just really bland and kind of mushy and icky and no one's really engaged or excited about the instruction that's going on. Well, just as my avocado just needed a little salt, maybe your instructional time needs a little secret sauce. Since I am a complete phonological and phonemic awareness geek, I am more than happy to share with you the secret ingredient that can turn your love for phonological awareness around so you can look forward to eating it every single day and maybe you'll have to limit your intake of it. Okay, maybe that's a little too much. Just like I have to with the avocado in my life. With the knowledge on your side that I'm about to share, you will help your students demolish their deficiencies in phonological awareness, which will ultimately aid them in becoming proficient readers. Phonological and phonemic awareness is directly tied to a student's ability to become a proficient reader, which should be one of our main goals as teachers of little people. This area of our teaching absolutely needs needs our attention. It needs our very best strategies and it definitely needs the secret sauce I'm going to share with you today. That secret ingredient that is going to take your teaching over the top and make it absolutely pleasant to ingest is learning styles. Making your instruction available to all learning styles. You know, we have our auditory, our visual, and our kinesthetic learners, and any combination of those three. If you think about phonological and phonemic awareness, it is a complete auditory skill. Way, way back on the podcast in episode number two, I highly recommend you hop back there if you'd like to learn more. I talked about how phonological and phonemic awareness is an auditory skill. You can do it with your eyes closed. I even gave my grandma, Mina May, as an example because she's completely blind. And that means she could be very successful with phonological and phonemic awareness, although she could not be successful with phonics, which is actually seeing the letters and then producing those sounds. So the students who are naturally successful with phonological awareness are usually your auditory learners. They learn through hearing. But we have to make this highly auditory skill available to all learners. So the secret sauce is to pull in strategies that do just that. We are going to think about the other learning styles, visual learners and kinesthetic learners, 
and figure out ways to suit those learning styles. How do we take these words that you're hearing and make them something they can see for our visual learners? And how do we take these sounds and words they're hearing and make it something they can feel for our kinesthetic learners? So of course, I'm going to give you some quick and actionable ways to do just that. But let's talk about each of those learning styles really Really quickly to make sure we have a good understanding of what each one means. So as I said, our auditory learners learn best by hearing. Their listening skills are one of the very best assets they bring to the classroom. They hear things and they process information in that way. So when we are practicing our phonological awareness skills, let's take rhyming for example. Because of their auditory learning style, they pick up very quickly on those ending sounds that sound the same. They hear it, they process it, they recognize it, and they can be successful with it. Now, there are other barriers such as an attention span that could get in the way, but under normal circumstances, your auditory learners can pick up on these PA skills very easily. A large percentage of our students, though, are visual learners. These students don't pick up auditory knowledge as easily and need some visual support to really bring home their success with most skills. And since phonological and phonemic awareness are so auditory, we have to think about ways to serve this learning style. These students do better with pictures and doodles and diagrams and visual representation of things. So to be really effective in the classroom, we have to keep that in mind that we have to make this auditory skill something they can see. And finally, we have our kinesthetic learners, which make up another portion of our audience in the classroom. Now, I'm going to say that all learning needs to include some sort of kinesthetic component because I love movement and I really believe in its power to motivate and engage students. But we have some learners who need to feel to move in order to really bring home those concepts. So phonological awareness, because it relies so much on listening and hearing, could be really difficult for kinesthetic learners. There's nothing to grab in the air when it comes out of our mouth. So we have to find some way to add it in there. So now that we understand these different learning styles, how do we add this secret sauce to our teaching? Because I have an entire video series dedicated to phonological and phonemic awareness, I'm not going to go into too much detail, but I have to give you some quick actionable strategies because that's just who I am. And I want this episode and all episodes to be worth your time. So let's talk about those visual learners again. How do we make phonological awareness attainable for them? It's simple, teacher. Add some pictures. Now that video series comes with a free set of picture cards that can help you. But when we add imagery to words, it helps our students recall 
all those words and to really understand them, to comprehend them. And that gives them abilities to work with those words easier. So you may or may not know about my program, Word Works Daily. It is a year-long, everyday, 10 to 12-minute phonological awareness routine. One of my goals for creating that program was to do just what I told you to do, and that is to add pictures to your teaching. You don't need to purchase WordWorks to do that, but it is a great example of how imagery can help those visual learners bring this auditory skill to their level. So if we are working on rhyming, I may say, which of these rhymes with cat? And I could have a picture of a car and a hat. This engages those visual learners and gives them something to see. But as I said, you don't have to purchase anything. Simply go online and find some picture cards that fit whatever skill you're working on. My video series comes with a free set that covers many skills. So you can go sign up for that and grab those freebies with the link down in the description that says video series. It is so simple to add those pictures in and really boost the engagement of all of your learners, but to make sure your visual learners are getting what they need to be successful with this skill. So what about our kinesthetic learners? As I said, we can't grab the words out of the air and touch them, but what we can do is add movement to our instruction. Movement really aids our kinesthetic learners. It gives them that motion, that feel and touch they need to be successful. In that video series I mentioned, I give demonstrations for many different kinds of kinesthetic movements that can be added to the different phonological and phonemic awareness skills. I'm not going to cover them all here today, but you can get an idea of how to use them and even make your own. So let's talk about beginning sounds. When we are practicing word works in our routine, I tell my students to cut off the beginning sound. They make little scissors with their pointer and middle finger and slice off the sound by doing a motion in front of their mouth. So I know this sounds a little strange as I'm describing it, but the video will really bring it to life for you. But I teach them to... Say the word, slice off the sound, and then say the word again. So if the word is baby, I say, get your scissors, let's cut off the sound. Baby, b, b, baby. And when I say that b sound, the scissors are slicing in front of my mouth. I'm cutting it off. So that movement, that kinesthetic add-on really aids our kinesthetic learners. It actually helps to engage many of our learners, but it just makes sure we have that kinesthetic learning strategy covered. We need to reach all students as much as possible, and that is just one more way that we can. Just add some motions. I also have motions available for middle sounds, ending sounds, counting syllables, counting sounds, all of those skills that are vital to our little upcoming readers. You can find motions for 
but also just be creative and make up your own and use them consistently. And it really makes that learning easier for your students. With you, their wonderful teacher, using these very engaging strategies, I know they can be successful and really bring on board these most essential and absolutely irreplaceable phonological and phonemic awareness skills. They are so blessed to have you as their guide. Sweet teacher, thank you for joining me today. And I hope that you can take something you've learned today, add it to your toolbox and be an even more joyful and impactful teacher for your little learners. It has been my joy and pleasure to be here today with you in your ears. And I hope you have a wonderful rest of your week. And as always, until we meet again, go make a difference teacher friend.